0: Yes, yes, it is DJ Ski from Dash Radio, and you are now listening to the number one South Asian radio station in the world. I'm
1: talking about Ruckus Avenue Radio, Dash Radio's exclusive South Asian station. Let's go.
0: I'm a doctor, a father, an American, an Indian. I've had conversations about life from every angle, and as I've navigated the South Asian experience, I share stories of people and their purpose. And what they're saying over and over again is trust me, I know what I'm doing. I'm Abhay Arndikar and on this episode of Trust Me, I Know What I'm Doing, I'm joined by the talented singer-songwriter Shalmali and composer and producer Sunny Mr. Stay tuned. As a pediatrician, I've had to speak a non-English language somewhat frequently. It makes me code switch often, and occasionally I feel like I'm going against the grain, at first uncomfortably, but then with more and more ease. My awkward stumbling at first reminds me that my language muscles are stiff and need the practice, but it's a motivator to get better. And sometimes soon after I've gone beyond the hurdles of confidence or the perceived doubts of others in the room, I hit a sweet spot where the ingredients are just right and communication, knowledge, and creation are coming from the heart and the soul, almost intuitive in nature. Whether it's a language or another skill, following instinct, and of course, trusting that instinct, seems to be the navigator towards achievement and clarity. By stepping out of a framed, known comfort zone, you kind of find a zone of comfort that actually feels like home. And for singer-songwriter Shalmali, This has been a purposeful journey that finds her in a lovely creative home in releasing her debut album called 2X Side A, the EP first half of a collection of English songs with a soul, R&B, and pop feel. For years she's enjoyed success as a Bollywood playback singer, but for Shalmali, now joined by acclaimed composer and producer Sunny M R. Making this album was a creative homecoming of sorts, delving into an expressive avenue that so far for her has been somewhat bottled up. The album truly highlights songwriting and musicianship, and features a duet with Sunidhi Chauhan, with a companion set of songs due to be released later this year. I caught up with both Shalmani and Sunny Mr recently to share a conversation about the album, about the contours and backdrop of the Bollywood music scene around them, and the path they both took to creating this great collection.
2: I love the name of your show, by the way, love it. (laughs) We'll
0: see how you guys feel at the end of this. (laughs) No, you know, I I was actually thinking of your February Filmfare Award as I started to even conceptualize this, you know, for Querida Querido. And I was juxtaposing that with the two times, uh, or two X side A, you know, I was thinking about was there sort of a natural linear progression at all for this vision or even presenting yourself in this kind of musical vibe or in this new musical genre for you?
2: I feel like when it comes to uh, independent music, there's at least a possibility of having a linear uh, way of looking at things, you know, a future. But when it when it's playback, and which you spoke about right now, Filmfare was for a playback song that I did there really is no preempting of when a song releases, how it's going to do, um, when the award season is coming and if at all you're going to, you know, there's, yeah. there's really nothing you can plan as far as uh, playback goes, but for independent music and as far as 2X A goes, uh, we knew like Sunny and I sat down and we decided on how we want to release this album. It's, it's a bigger album. It's uh yeah more than six songs and uh, we decided collectively to do it in two parts and so we had like a plan in mind uh, for the release.
0: And, and you know so it seems definitely like that process is perhaps a little bit more organic and um, you know flowing than perhaps the more formula approach of what you've done in the past. Um, did it feel a little bit more like this was uh, a more organic and, and flowing process for you, Sharmali?
2: Definitely. I mean it was um, it was scary to know that everything rests in my hands. There's no one who's gonna like take over at any point and be like, okay now you know you can sit back relax and now we'll really take care of it. Uh, which is exciting for me and new because yeah. I haven't had that in uh, Bollywood where yeah. I would go in to sing the song. At some state uh, uh, that the song was in either it's a completed song or it's a song in its in its writing phase, but here uh I was part of everything, and uh, it was it was amazing to know that uh you can make a difference at any point to how that piece of music sounds yeah
0: um did it feel in that way a little bit more empowering for you then as an artist, like you had a little more control over the process
2: through and through. Like there's, this is all about, I feel independent music today to me is about empowering myself as a musician and looking beyond just being a singer, which yeah. is uh, something that I, that I didn't want myself to limit myself to, you know, I didn't only want to be a singer, I wanted to be a songwriter and I wanted that, just the idea of it for so long that um, I had to do this and I had to have someone like Sunny to, you know, like... Hold me up while I do this, and <laughs> he's he's seen me through the years. He he knows my dreams. He knows that I feel better than me, and yeah. he wants nothing but uh but for me to to see the light of day. You know that dream has to see the light of day. <laughs>
0: well, you know, and, I, and I'm curious, Sunny. With that, I mean, how quickly or not, for that matter, were you able to synchronize with that vision? Did that process of kind of growth and collaboration? during the project? Did it help to have a little bit of that preparation? Or was this a, as we go through the process, it grows kind of on its own, and therefore then the product um, manifests it in that way?
1: So, uh, you know, to answer this question, actually, it goes years of working together. Shalmali and I have been friends first. Uh, We did meet at a recording, at a song recording, probably, I don't know, I think it was Balam Pichkari or something uh, when it was getting recorded and uh, we connected like you know and we, we kept in touch and then she was doing her songwriting bit and she was trying a lot at that point of time and um, I've seen her grow like you know from from a person who's Uh, Not even thought of like, you know, uh, uh, I would say, turn on the computer and open a door and then, you know, kind of proceed working (laughs) from from that to, you know, sitting and recording herself and then uh, putting the scratch out like like a demo piece which she can produce on her own and, and share. So. The album per se uh, would I would say we we did not plan actually you know we, we just decided that we'll go to a studio for three days with a collective set of musicians who we would understand or who understand us. And then just go with the flow. And uh, most of the songs started with acoustic guitar and vocals, but ended up <laughs> the entire side, aside, A ended up having no acoustic guitars at yeah. all whatsoever. So we, we did go with the flow like, like a lot uh, more. And, and uh, spontaneity, you know, I've always uh, thought of it as a key for creating anything. But if you are an artist, if you are not spontaneous, and if you're thinking too much about the product, what you're doing, um, it just takes away from the process and the life of it, basically.
2: <laughs> I must say, this this is exactly the opposite of who I am as a person. <laughs> I plan everything. I plan so much. It is annoying for everyone who is around me how much I plan. And here, Sunny was trying to <laughs> trying to pull me out of that state and he's like, just let go. Let's just see what happens. You know, maybe we'll yeah. waste our time for three days. But, you know, it's okay. We have to just okay. hang out and make music.
1: So she's a person. If she has to reach somewhere at four pm, and she has to pick someone, and if the way, uh, uh, the map show like eighteen minutes, and if you have to reach there by <laughs> four pm, she'll say, "I'll pick you up at 2.41, You know, it's 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 like a <laughs> like a joke which goes. But but yeah, she she's very uh, on timing, and and my attitude on the other side is Ari, wait now. We'll do it. It's okay. Right. It's alright. <laughs> <laughs> just just hold on,
0: Shalmani. It sounds like from the artistic process that generating a little more spontaneity and discovery and affording you the license to, to take that opportunity. Let me ask you this, Sunny, on, on the contrast, did you also grow as a producer? Did you find it that um, adding a little bit of either structure or, or was there some parts of Shalmali's process that in fact rubbed off on you? And, and was that kind of synergy um, important to, to the process and the product?
2: Say so
0: it,
1: <laughs> <laughs> say say, say. <laughs> really say.
2: You say, I want to hear
1: the words. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I would kind of uh, simplify this complex question. <laughs> and, um, every day is, uh, you know, for me, every day is about learning, to be very honest. I know everyone says this. Uh, every sane person says this. But uh, honestly, it's been like that. Like, uh, uh, I would pick up any song which, uh, so, so we followed a process in the album, which was Uh, making sure that she delivers what she actually wants in terms of her singing. And the idea which we came up with is basically to put her in the room and you record on your own. There is no one judging you of what you're doing, of what's your process, whether you are singing the first line first or the last line first or whatever. Uh, When, uh, you know, uh, every time uh, she would dub and then I reach the studio and then I hear it and I'm like, okay i didn't think of that part or that harmony yes it's it's an everyday process you know i do um, i have learned uh, a lot of i would say writing skills from her she she's mm-hmm. got some good writing skills uh, which I would never tell her otherwise, because. Wow! Uh, oh. I'm, I'm glad I'm here to facilitate this. This is really something. <laughs>
2: Thank you, Albert. <Abhay>. Thank you.
1: <laughs> it's just me being me, you know. I I I I'm hard. I am difficult. I'm I'm a difficult person to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: but uh, as as for me, I think this was a very big step out of my comfort zone, and that I think comes from the fact that. I generally don't feel like people will understand my final vision, mm. and I think I'm I'm so I'm so convinced, or I was rather so convinced that no people won't understand what I'm lis- what I'm hearing in my head. Mm. That I didn't give it a chance. I didn't give this assembly of musicians in a room to just play around and see what beautiful ideas they can come up with uh, a chance before and. One, I know that the one person I trust in fully is Sunny. Yeah. And if Sunny has that confidence, he gave me that confidence to, to take this leap. For me, it, it was a big leap. Ask him how many times I've met him to work on a song. I, I would be like, I'll just send it to you from home. You know, then you can do stuff on your own with it at home and then you can send it back and then I'll send it to you back. So I've never done this, uh, you know, actually physically being in a room with musicians, which I have benefited from immensely from immensely
0: well and i imagine that even just once you get that trust in each other in the musicians in the process that the expression then is what takes over right that it's just all about the expression it's all about being able to create and and then you know feed off of that i'm i'm curious about some of the the musical parts of this I, i imagine that creating the, the songs for, for 2X, um, Side A, really involve the reverence to some previous music and, and the history of, of that, and particularly soul or R&B or jazz um, tones that are that are in there. Amy Winehouse, I, I know, uh, certainly came through in that way. But, you know, is there a coupling of this? You know, to create something fresh and new and, and innovative, was that reverence important for it to now become a, a new piece, was that actually uh, an intentional process when you were actually going through the recording of the production even of this?
1: It's, it's uh, again, I've, I've got like slightly, I wouldn't be 100% able to answer this correctly. There's no right way of answering this. <laughs> right. But, uh, you know, when, when uh, uh, just talking about the process of the creation process, uh, the thing is that I've, I've always believed in one concept, which is the music was not made in a room. Like you know, it's it wasn't meant to be only uh, recorded in a, a, a studio, which is soundproofed, and you know, with musicians who are highly qualified, and no one else. Uh, the vibe, what you share with people, whether you are in a studio, whether you are outside on the streets, or whether you are just simply sitting in, uh, you know, in, in the middle of your living room, and just. The vibe is what matters, like, you know, people connecting with each other and this is what we were able to achieve. She had like her ideas of a couple of songs and it just happened to, uh, uh, you know, strike in the very right way with all of us, with me and with the musicians who were present over there. And it just created this kind of, you know, I would say a cosmic vibration in the room. You know, every time we all whether we're having fun uh, at the same time, recording the parts. She's going to release a few videos of behind the scenes of what went behind. Uh, in each and every way, in each and every minute, I think all of us inspired each other to do one, one thing, uh, you know, on our own or or with the other person so, uh, so it's, it's more it's, it's a lot more spiritual for me than like you know uh, kind of trying to express it in a different way uh, I think she would be able to push it a little more
0: with that same kind of spiritual or kind of cosmic mm-hmm. vibration you know there's a, always a nod to the the past there's always a idea of like what inspires you and then yes, taking yes. that forward into uh, a new sort of state and reframing it and resketching it and, and resharpening it. Yeah.
2: Definitely. So, I mean, we, so, sorry, just want to say one thing. I think please. definitely we're all uh, a sum total of our experiences. And in this case, a sum total of what we've heard in our lives, whether it's classical music or whether it's jazz or metal or anything. Yeah. Right, Sunny?
1: yeah absolutely so even uh, we we have done this in the past we have said this to people in the past that whatever music we are creating in today's time we have heard it some like yeah. for sure uh, being inspired is not a bad thing at all because if there was no inspiration there was no music left at all yeah. and um, we can't say 100% that this is our creation this is an amalgamation of all our thoughts put in together and we are inspired like you know we, we were inspired with Amy Winehouse's horn line so we, we did that in a song like you know we wanted it to be that way uh, we wanted uh, probably the overall tonality to kind of touch somewhere Amy Winehouse was like a big thing there. Uh, she she holds a big big uh, value uh, to this album so we found uh, her mastering engineer who had mastered her previous album Stuart Hawks and uh, after I finished the mix we sent it to him for mastering for that's you know that reason that's
2: great I mean you know in a way I'm so tired of this thing that I hear a lot saying We want to do something different, something new, a new sound. What the hell are you talking about? What is this? Why? Why do we have to run behind a new sound? Just be original. That's it. The fact that an artist is making a piece of music itself is original because there's nowhere else that that piece of music would have come from, but from that artist so I mean at least in the case of 2XIDA there's been no effort to do something different and new and nothing that has been done before no I don't I I will not say that that was in my heart or in anybody's heart all we knew is that we have these songs there are some songs that have a very clear vision of what like as far as we get like Sunny said we knew from the beginning that it can have these horn lines and for me when I was writing it in my balcony I was like I want this song to be my Amy Winehouse inspired song. I just knew from the beginning, but a song like uncool, I did not know uh, what kind of soundscape it should sit in. And that is all something that happened. So uh, some of the music was thought out from before and some of it just organically happened.
0: And it's funny because Mm -hmm. everyone hears something a little bit different in the music, right? Depending on their own experiences. I was listening to some of the uh, parts of the album, and immediately the, the thought that came to my mind was some elements of either 70s like Soul" or uh, you know, even Lynn Manuel Miranda. There are some, some sort of tinges of some of those harmonies there as well. And you, know, that's just based upon my, my musical background and what I hear. And I'm sure that the experience is, is different even for, for every listener. You're listening to "Trust me, I know what I'm doing. After a quick break, we'll come back and rejoin our conversation with Shalmali and Sunny MR. Stay tuned. I- Welcome back to Trust Me, I Know What I'm Doing. Let's rejoin our conversation with Shalmali and Sunny Mr. One One question is that you know the lyrics to the song language really were striking, right? I mean, they, they talk about dreams and the language that you sort of choose. And I'm curious, you know, it, it's interesting. We you definitely made a conscious effort to for this to be an English language production and an English language piece. But dreams, of course, are not things that you can actually choose and frame. They, they just happen sort of naturally. Are, were there elements of this album that felt like they were sort of creating naturally and with a flow and a process versus kind of going against the grain? You know, was, was there some of that piece where you felt like, hey, we, this is something that we're doing that is, that's kind of going against what where our comfort zone is? Versus, oh well, I dream in this language, or I, I I naturally flow in this particular you know language.
2: Talking about that particular lyric in uh, language, it comes more from a place of you know how, and this is not really about my parents. Yeah, dreaming for me. Yeah, you know what someone would immediately think is that maybe my parents thought that I would do something, and then that was not my dream. Right. It was their dream that I would do. certain thing but no it's not about that it's about all the people around me who dreamt that i will be this pop star and i will be a playback singer who will just kill it and that was not initially my dream so um that is uh that is where that lyric comes from and the fact that the song is called language is because English is the language that I choose to express myself in mm-hmm. despite being an Indian. And there is yeah. nothing wrong with me being an Indian and wanting to write English, English music because that's been my upbringing. Yeah. My upbringing has taught me how to think the best that I can and emote the best that I can in Marathi and English. Yeah. So um, I had to, I felt like since, uh, and this was not my idea to do an intro to the album. It was Sunny's mm-hmm. idea to have an intro to the album. But since he gave me the song saying, okay, write your lyric to this song now. That's how this song happened, by the way. (laughs) Uh, We sat in a room, we made the intro and then he said, okay, go home, write the lyrics to this now. (laughs) So um, I thought that if we have an intro to the album, it's also the introduction of me as an English singer-songwriter to the Mm -hmm. world that lies ahead of me. And that's where I thought I had to make a point saying, this is the language that I choose. I choose to write my music in English Um, and yeah that's basically the idea
0: and was was that important to almost proclaim like did it did did you need that
2: my soul needed it I don't think anybody else but me needed that yeah Yeah. (laughs) yeah
0: And and Sunny, what was that like to to produce in this way, this, you know, this uh, naturally coming um, as an experience, but it wasn't like your seventh English album um, that you were making, right? This was sort of like, this is uh, in that way, a a new and relatively kind of unique process.
1: So uh, I would say, you know, uh, musically, all the languages are similar. It's just the way we interpret it and, you know, the way we execute it is, is what is different. If we would have done the same song and the songwriting would have been the same, the language would have been Hindi, the music around it is probably something which I wouldn't choose to change. Yeah. So, so it's, we didn't want to treat it as something just because it's English. It needs to be like, you know, what she what was saying, it needs to be different. It needs to stand out in the crowd. It wasn't the target at all, like I would say. It it was more about uh, how the song is going to work, you know, how is it going to sound, uh, is what the most important part was, more than anything else, I would say. So any language, you know, it, it would have probably, the effort what we put would have been the same. I don't think so. That would change this.
0: Well, and does it make a difference for the folks who are listening to it to know that this was... Uh, a proclamation in that way.
2: I was so surprised to hear so many people write back to me saying, I feel those words. I am so happy. That. And I'm like, wow, it's, I'm, I wasn't alone in feeling like that. Yeah. Because oh. there are so many uh, vocalist musicians in India who really sing English music really well yeah. and who probably want to, in their hearts, make a career out of writing their own English music and not necessarily Hindi. And maybe they're rethinking that, you know, seeing what opportunity is there really for an Indian musician who wants to write in English. But when they hear something like this saying that, but I choose English, then maybe they feel a little better, you know, about confident about uh, their lives ahead. And a lot of people wrote to me. So, I mean, I'm happy I did that song (laughs) like that.
0: Is is this the, and this is kind of a tangent, uh, but I mean, it makes me think of other, cultures that where english is not necessarily the the inherent or the mother tongue you know whether it's japanese or korean is the beginning of not just j-pop or k-pop but is this ipop in the in the making in that way or?
2: <laughs> okay it is now sure?
1: <laughs> now have you said it and like you know brought it forward in a very strong way yes <laughs> <Totally>. yes. <laughs> yes yes it
2: is
0: <laughs> you heard it first here yeah no,
2: and, and I don't <laughs> know
1: if and I don't know if
0: that's if that's really necessary, right? Because if that if that's something that um, blossoms organically from this process, then so be it. But you know, the music probably speaks for itself more than anything else. I, I want to uh, bring up one piece, and your your duet with uh, Sunidhi Chauhan with Here's beautiful. Uh, also, uh, first off, with such a magical um, video, and and that presentation, of course, was great. But the music it's, itself you know, being featured in on the Spotify India Equal sort of playlist. Why was that collaboration so important to you both, both musically and, and socially as well?
2: Wow. I, I mean, if only I knew that we were going to get such questions to answer, I mean, I would have been prepared. But like <laughs> everything else on this album, it was the most organic thing. I was sitting in this room. And I had a song that I had written called Here is Beautiful, which I wanted to gift to my boyfriend, who is in the other room right now, as a gift. Yeah. <laughs> and once I finished recording the song, I thought it would be a bigger, much glamorous gift. If I have my, I don't know, she wasn't my friend then. If I have Soniri Chauhan, whose number I had on my phone, yeah. sing it with me. So I just texted her and she loved the song. And we ended up recording that song as a gift yeah and then that was that we did not speak about releasing the song we did not speak about how we would make a video that it we would be on Times square billboard one day right. we didn't do any of that but a few months later when sunny and i started speaking about putting this album together i said sunny that song here is beautiful which sunidi and i did should we like do it on the put it on the album and he's like yeah why not ask her if she's okay and i texted her again saying hey is it okay if you're on my first english album It's like, yeah, yeah, wow, let's do it. Let's do a video also. And so we shot a video and it was literally, literally, I can show you my chats with her as proof that it happened as organically as that. There was no um, agenda apart from doing good music.
3: Mm.
2: And that's what really makes me happy. You know, when I think about that collaboration, I love how it happened. It didn't happen with, like if it would have happened through like an agency or a label, It would have been with like, okay, two really, you know, well-known singers from India come together and we'll do some amazing stuff. It didn't come from there. It came from here, from the artist.
0: Just two friends being able to express themselves.
2: And I wish for all collaborations to be like that. I don't know how far it will be possible, but if I can make that happen, I'll be the happiest.
0: (laughs) But you know, the social impact of that, especially with promoting women artists and, and making sure, it, especially in that, that sort of equal phenomenon, that must be just really something else.
2: Fate made that happen. I mean, the timeliness of things. One, we did not know that there was a playlist like that, that they were thinking of, that they had in mind. It just happened. Uh, the, the, the fact that uh, almost three weeks before that, that whole project went live, the Spotify Equal program, Uh, We had put Here is Beautiful out. Next thing we know, the song is doing well. It's really picking up a lot of playlisting. And there they put us on the cover of that playlist and on the billboard. And all that was just (laughs) from a living room project. Right,
0: (laughs) right. Well, and musically, was that also as easy and organic uh, as as sort of has been the theme um, of this, Sunny, when you were producing it?
1: No, it it was a difficult song. So uh, why it was difficult is, the first thing is (laughs) that the one version which we did first, which was uh, for uh, Farhan, and um, I happened to mix the version, it was a nice little version with Shalmali and Sunidhi singing some nice backing vocals, one piano, done, over then we tried <laughs> so then we we're like no this is not the version which we can put in the album you know we need to produce it slightly a little more uh intriguing when it comes to you know to, to the listener so so then we sat we did one track we almost finalized it and locked it and everything and then uh shalman is like i'm not vibing with it i'm like Okay, (laughs) so let's figure out something with which we would buy. And um, yeah, one of the other sessions she came up with one idea, a nice groove idea, which is uh, kind of what you hear now in the final thing. And uh, uh, we just laid it, I think, then and there, it just happened within a couple of hours. And it, it just went again, you know, again, talking about the whole flow thing, it just went with the flow and we ended up locking on this and then, uh, Sunidhi also heard it. I think she also liked this version a lot, and yeah. then we did the recording, etc. I'm
0: I'm always fascinated and kind of curious how people feel after they complete something. You know, like you you sit for an I, I mean you sit for an exam and you feel a certain way after it's done. You you're done with a, a big event. You know um, that kind of thing. And and there's a catharsis to all this, right? Um, but you know, uh, thinking about all of this—not just the album, but but particularly certain songs on it—you know—I I was thinking of your song Sora. Um, you know, in in general, what, how did you feel after you both finished working on it? You know, not just that song, but the the entire production. What was that feeling like after you listened to the final mix? That you know, was the, was there some element of like? You know, both you know, really catharsis and 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 joy, but also like really just going through that whole process together.
2: Something happened towards the end of the album, which I'm sure Sunny will tell you about. <laughs> which is why I was hiding my face, um, but I will quickly finish my bit and then I will. Sure, sure. Let Sunny speak. <laughs> um, it never really feels like it's over. You know, you it, it's so hard to draw that line saying this is it yeah don't look at it again thinking there's this you can change or that and for me I'll tell you my issue which I've I've had for the longest time and I continue to really deal with it even now even if something is done and can be changed I don't speak up Mm
1: -hmm. and
2: that is a very big issue and that's what happened and Sunny and I the day after We had this really nice, uh, you know, get together at home saying we haven't fought even once in this entire thing. It's like, it's unheard of, you know, people do albums together and they always have a (laughs) couple of fights. Right. And two days later, the biggest (laughs) volcano of our friendship erupted. And uh, yeah, I thought I had broken up with my, like the biggest relationship of my life was over. (laughs) But um, <laughs> that was because uh, coming back to uh, something that I have to remind myself not to do. I don't speak up at the right time. I may be feeling something, but I let it rest. I feel like now nothing can be done. Yeah. And I draw that line too early, which I shouldn't. I've learned that loud and clear <laughs> because of what I did <laughs> during uh, the work of this album. Um, uh, but yeah, it's, it, it, once it's over, and uh, there's a lot of happiness uh, around how it's sounding and how it how it makes you feel, but there's also this overwhelming sense of now there's nothing I can do about it. Mm. Now, now I just have to be happy with what what there is, and this is what is going to remain for the rest of our lives. You know,
1: right, right, <laughs> yeah,
2: it's a tough one. <laughs>
1: So, yeah that, I, you know first of all i, I got to give you full marks man the kind of questions you're coming up with i don't think so i've <laughs> done this many a times but people haven't come up with such amazing questions i'm uh, talking specifically about sora here sora is uh, produced by one of our friends named karan uh, who shalmali met during her berkeley time and i have mixed it but i'm glad to be a part of that uh song it's not because of that, like, you know, uh, I I keep telling her mom that Sharmali has a piece of my heart. Okay. And that song has a piece of her heart. So, you know, you you can just (laughs) kind of uh, uh, put put it and like, you know, put it together. Uh, Just the way she said, you know, for me also, it's like till the last minute, I just can't, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, stop working on something. You know, I'm like, the last minute going on going on going on, going yeah. on. and and th- that's a habit which i have developed over years it's literally like people have to take it away from me and say this is the last date now you have to give <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> but sometimes now when i look back and i uh, see like you know uh, what what happened during the album and what i felt <laughs> after the album i just i'm sorry that's mine <laughs> No <laughs> mango, <laughs> go <with> it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, so it's it's like after after a couple of days, you just feel that is it really over yet? Like you know, you you had just started enjoying yourself, being in the studio, being around this fab amount of people, and uh, the second question which immediately comes in when I be doing this again. Mm. And I think that's how all the projects sh- should be. I'm saying it as a project because. It's also the livelihood for many. So, you know, you might as well say that in that tandem. But um, at the end of the day, creation is a process which shouldn't stop. And if you feel after the project or the, or the album and it's done that you should create more, that's probably one of the best feelings ever, like, really, really.
0: Well, and and I, you know, the the idea that there is this balance between harmony and conflict, right, in the creative process you know, I wonder if whatever you went through at the end there of, you know, kind of back and forth that that was, you know, that may have been really important uh, of something to go through because the final product then sort of shows it.
1: Absolutely. It, it we we had to go through like, you know, that's why in true sense, it's like just two days before that, it was like. Still can't believe you We haven't fought even once and the album is done <laughs> two days later. things. But, but you know, it was, it was, as you said, it was a very important part. Like uh, we also, as people, as close friends tend to forget each other's uh, weakness, I would say, you know, and at some point of time, uh, you touch that aspect and then you come out of it like a hero, like, you know, okay, you know now what to do or what is to be done later on.
0: You're listening to Trust Me, I Know What I'm Doing. After another quick break, we'll come back and rejoin our conversation with Shalmali and Sunny Mr. Stay tuned.
3: Oh, another way. Ooh, baby, I say we need a change. And it's kind of a shame. Let's take a break
1: This is Kanika, and you're listening to Ruckus Avenue Radio, the world's largest South Asian radio station.
0: I'm Abhay Darnikar, and you're listening to Trust Me, I Know What I'm Doing. Let's rejoin our conversation with singer-songwriter Shalmali and producer Sunny MR. I saw Shalmali uh, Instagram post where you refer to each song as one of your six children. (laughs) And... (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and and so I mean you grow to love uh and nurture them slightly differently, right? I mean, as with, with you know, your I, I do that with my children as well. You know, do you each love one of those songs that seems to have kind of a secret corner or um you know in your mind or your heart that that seems to get overlooked? Is there one song for each of you that's like, you know, that that's the one that is really the not so much the favorite, but more the the one that's like that's really the one that i felt the most proud of
2: you know it's i've never experienced this before it's my first time of experiencing this motherhood yeah. of uh songs uh, because every day i check numbers of streams and the song yeah. that is not doing well i'm pushing it ahead you know like <laughs> my this child can also sing well you know like right. <laughs> This one, look at this one now. You look yeah. too much at this one. This one getting too much attention. Now look at that one. And I, feel, I find myself doing that for every song. Yeah. Because I just feel so strongly about all of them. And I, I'm so happy with the fact that I can feel like that. Yeah. I don't have a favorite. I don't yeah. have a season where I like this more than that. I'm just so happy for all of them. Yeah. For every little piece of them, every solo and every line and every part and every harmony, I'm, I, I just love them so equally. I'm, a, the, I'm a real mother. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, and almost the sum of them together create a, a, a bigger whole than them individually. Yes. I'm curious for both of you. You both are, are seasoned in, in this profession and, and with the work you do. What's been, you know, again, the biggest surprise out of this process, almost comparing your experience of your non-English song production and creating this album versus the Bollywood part?
2: For me, it's been that there is an audience. Hmm. Don't come back and ever tell me that there is no audience for English music because I'm not going to listen because I think I see my audience. And that audience is only going to grow. The more, the more I do this, the more people will know that they can look to me for this kind of music. And there is an audience. Mm. Um, and I think I myself deprived myself of this for the longest time. Because I wasn't ready to take that leap of faith that I may find my own. You know, Now I think I find my tribe and I feel so at home. Yeah. I feel uh, like myself, like for, uh, and this is something I discussed with Sunny also before doing all the songs uh, in the 10 years that I've been in the music industry have released under Shalmali Kolgade, my full name. And uh, I was in this dilemma that if I'm going to do my English music <clears throat> and I'm going to look to the world as my audience now, not only India
0: yeah.
2: or Indians, I want to go with Shalmali and that's it, just Shalmali so that it's easy on the tongue so people can remember, it's short. But there were so many cons to that decision because I would lose that listener base which I had gained for Shalmali yeah. Uh But again, that listener base would be Hindi, uh, a Hindi listening audience. Yeah. And Sunny said, go for it, do it. If you think you're going to do more of this, this is going to be your musical personality in the years to come take that plunge, you'll have to start at some place at some mm-hmm. point, there is going to be a ground up and there's going to be a zero in the beginning, and then it's going to grow. And I just felt so right about taking that call about going ground up going from the start line, you know, this was my start line. Yeah. And um I, that, that's one big learning that I've had from this experience, that there is an audience, there are listeners who you can cater to.
0: Sunny, how about you? Was there was there a surprise or or a, a big aha moment that came from this, comparing to at least some of the the previous Bollywood experiences? So
1: I, I, I would I would really uh, break this down into a very very local thing. Okay, so so there we have two type of audiences in Bombay. One is people who work for Bollywood. Um, uh, they. They like it obviously because it's their uh, livelihood. At the same time, want to do something on their own. Then there's this another crowd who doesn't like Bollywood and the people associated with it uh, a lot. Like you know, it's 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 not like very much, but but yeah, a lot. Yeah. So uh, luckily for me, uh, like you know, other than this, even some of my own independent stuff, whatever I have released, and then Shalmali's album, then we did another single called as Regular. The crowd who wouldn't associate with me. Uh, even to talk because as the person from Bollywood has come in all of a sudden, and I have become uh, friends with a couple of them. So that that's kind of uh, like you know changing point for me as well. Because uh, again, uh, for me it's not about Bollywood or Hollywood or else you know independent music. Uh, independent music the the way it is is to express yourself. You know that's that's what it is meant for. a Bollywood song is meant to express the people who are on the screen and not you and yeah. that's where you draw the line there's nothing to hate about either right, right. <laughs> people get into this conversation it just doesn't matter you know it's 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 everything it's it's just related to music but yeah that 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 experience was kind of uh, of good and you know i'm in general used to listening to people uh, uh, call back and say that you know in this certain movie you did this song it was sounding nice but when they call up and they say that for her album morals my own independent stuff I really feel much more better for that because uh, we didn't have a hierarchy above us yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we were the final decision makers and um, and it's been appreciated by people and as
2: due credit yeah there's credit in this a lot more than there is in uh, film music where you don't even know who the people behind the scenes who are working who are probably shaping the way the song sounds Uh, they're not even mentioned
0: right let me ask you both a a question also you know the mood and the temperature if you will of this collection is you know very grounding it's almost like a a smolder um, that's there and you know, as an artist, was this expression a collection of experiences making their way out into that mood, into that temperature? Or was this kind of the, the mood and the temperature that you're feeling at the moment?
2: As far as the music itself goes, I think, I think it's all inspired to me. It feels like it's inspired from the writing or the way the melody is or the way the, what the words are saying. And um, that sort of, I think, determined the temperature of the album, which is a mellow, easy listening and yeah. not something that you could groove to. Whereas on the other hand, Side B is a lot different. Yeah. Uh, Side B, which we will release later this year, will uh, is definitely uh, going to push the tempo <laughs> and uh, going to be hotter, I feel. But uh, um, I think to me, uh, when when those three days that we went to the studio and I would like play say a song on the guitar and show them okay this is the song or we played it on the computer if it the demo was ready I think what everyone got out of that was this what we have on the album that's mm-hmm. what it, it it bred that you know uh, yeah. mood in the room I think. Sunny what do you think?
1: Absolutely I totally agree to that actually Uh the the whole splitting up modes happen later. <laughs> I don't think so. We had decided that first. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it just came up in a random conversation in the room again that uh, Farhan again like you know do notes to him for that that he said guys why why don't you guys uh, do this into split parts and I was like that's a great idea then we sat and did the songs which need to go to side A and which need to go to song, um, side B and probably side B we might do all the songs which we have or we might just add on the songs you know we don't know yet but but uh, it's it's been crazy the, the experience has been really really overwhelming and uh you know i i just wish i could keep do, doing this forever than doing anything else
3: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm sure all of your your listeners and, and new listeners you know coming through appreciate that mood, that temperature that was there both in the moment. And even obviously, there's a there's a summation of of the work that you've had uh, in the past and how that kind of comes through on the album. You know, it's it, the idea of generating trust and confidence in yourself clearly, you know comes through in, in this kind of work especially for a, a debuting English album like this. But I'm curious, if, if someone is discovering Shalmali, uh, a Shalmali record now produced by Sunny Mr. and listening for the first time, what do you hope they feel like afterward?
2: What a good question! <laughs> what a beautiful question! Okay, I have never thought of this. I, um, wow. So I don't, uh, you know, I I am the kind of listener who uh, if I like the melody of a song, the first thing I do is go and was saying in case I missed any lyric, but to me, the lyric is very important. And I think I will be looking for that in my, in my listeners. I will hope that they go and see the writing of the song mm. because, um, um I think that really determines the longevity of a song. If it's written well uh, and it's melodic, um, it lives a long life. And I feel like that about John Mayer's music. Uh, Both Sunny and I are very big fans of John Mayer. And his music is so much more than great guitar playing or uh, a, a beautiful melody or his voice. But it's just the way it's written and the kind of things it does to you. And at different points in your life, you tend to relate to it and uh, I feel like even though I pen those words from a very personal place in my life it does have a a, you know a relatability to people and I hope uh, that people will feel that when they listen.
0: Is that the difference between listening to something and feeling uh, satisfied versus wow, not only am I satisfied, but it leads me to ask even more questions and discover more, whether it's lyrics or music or whatnot.
2: Oh, man. Yes, yes. I I wish for that. I wish that people feel like that when they listen to the music, that they want to know what more I want to say or how I want to say it. Uh, I mean, that, that would be ideal.
0: <laughs> Sunny, any thoughts on that?
1: I think for me, it's like... If if, After listening to the album, if we could say probably inspire a hundred people to write their own album, that would be (laughs) done for me. Like I would be more than happy and they come out and they say, this is the album which inspired us to write this. (laughs) Amazing.
2: And also album, right? I mean, I feel like at a time where uh, we're listening to a lot of singles and that's probably the uh, wise thing to do, given the times and the consumption patterns of uh, listeners. But uh, an album is a different thing altogether. It's a different high. It's a different feeling to experience when you have a body of work that you release at one go. And uh, we used to have that not too long ago. In I mean, I I listen to music on albums. I still listen to uh, artists from the West and from the East in album format, but we just don't do much of that in India. And uh, I don't want us to forget about that, you know, a- right. about the fact that albums exist and can be done.
0: This has been really so much fun to meet <laughs> with you both. It's been a real uh, terrific pleasure. And I hope you'll both come back and visit with us again. Yeah.
2: I would very much love that. Thank you so much. This has truly been such a delight. I mean, I feel like I answered a lot of questions for the first time for myself to know what I felt about certain <laughs> things.
1: Thanks to you. So thank you. <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely. Amazing. Thanks so much again to Shalmali and Sunny Amar. This was a really fun conversation. So don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you might be listening so you can check out all of our episodes and to follow us on social media at mygoodframed. If you get a chance, check out the Spotify Equal playlist that's playing all year long and featuring women artists from around the world and advancing equity. Stay healthy, everyone. Go get some mangoes while they're in season. Until next time, I'm Abhay Dandekar.
3: Here's to the time we spent Laughing over sweet nothing keep the ship afloat Mm -hmm. here's all the time we spent wondering if we are moving forward arguing for nothing at all stuck between our minds and our hearts Because where we are is beautiful. Beautiful. It's beautiful. We smile again Here's to the time When I Kept my feelings
2: Way, I think I began to believe that those were my dreams also. But no, this is my dream. This is the language I choose.
0: Benny Barry and, and you're listening to
2: Rockers Avenue Radio.